Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You want to know what somebody's going to do tomorrow, look at what they're doing today. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic for the business people out there, everybody here is a business person on some level, but any of you who, especially who is getting in the game where you are creating your products and services from scratch, meaning you are creating something that does not already exist in the marketplace, or you're at least creating your version of it, here's my advice to you. Do not try to create a brand new market. All right. That's the advice that I'm going to give. And I'm going to explain why that is here today. Even if you are already in business and you already got your thing going, you should listen to this anyway, because as I say all the time, the principles that I'm going to use to explain my point, you can still glean some insight from that, even if it is not speaking directly to you. So before we get into that, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge every day to everyone who's in my text community. And we might change it to weekly because as I keep telling y'all, they are taxing the hell out of us to send these texts every single day. I think we got introductory pricing. So now they're giving us the regular pricing, which is a lot when you're sending texts every day to thousands of people. So daily motivation, weekly motivation, whatever. It's just a motivational text message. You want to get it, text me in my number, which is 305-384-6894. And whenever I send out the message, you'll be getting it. And you can respond to that number at any time and be texting with me directly. So even if you're not getting a daily motivation text from me, you can at least have a way of having direct communication with me through that number. Now, let's get into the topic. Do not try to create a market. Someone had left a comment. Well, I had made a video on YouTube where I was talking about how Gatorade had this ad for this product they have called Gatorade Fit, which I didn't know Gatorade needed to make a product called Gatorade Fit because what other type of person drinks Gatorade besides people who are fit, <laughs> people who work out all the time? But they had this ad for this product that I guess they were launching called Gatorade Fit. And they had this woman, she was clearly obese, clinically obese, 
and she's like uh, doing yoga or something in the advertisement. And I'm looking at it like, all right, this woman does not work out. Why would she be drinking Gatorade? She is not in Gatorade's target market. And I was mentioning that in the video that I did on YouTube. I don't even remember what my bigger point was in that video. However, somebody left a comment on that video and said, well, hey, Dre, maybe I guess trying to play devil's advocate and try to sound smart. They said, well, maybe Gatorade is just trying to create a new market and target their product towards a different type of person. And the answer to that was absolutely not. That is absolutely not what Gatorade is doing. This is an inaccurate idea because what Gatorade was doing by doing that ad was that they were giving a shot to this inclusion. This is basically a diversity, equity, and inclusion advertisement. It was a donation to that movement that Gatorade did in this particular ad because they know as well as I do that that woman and people who are her size got that size because they absolutely do not work out and they ain't ever reaching for a Gatorade. All right. They ain't reaching for no Gatorade. What do they need Gatorade for? They don't. So anyway, and it led to more of this idea what I'm going to be talking about here today. And this kind of thing, this kind of thinking, if Gatorade actually did try to do this, and let's just say the Gatorade was trying to do this. So let's just say Gatorade said, you know what? Let's stop trying to advertise to people like Dre who work out every day and try to get him to drink Gatorade because he actually could use it because he's in the gym working out and he needs to replace the electrolytes. How about we start advertising to people who clearly don't work out? All right. That's how they became obese and out of shape. So let's advertise to them. You know what would happen if Gatorade put too much of their resources into that? They would go out of business. Okay. And this is what puts people out of business when they're trying to create a market of people who are clearly not interested in what you are selling. Okay. Or it causes your business to never start in the first place. So you never get into business, let alone you go out of business, hoping and wishing that people will do something that they're not already doing. All right. That's what this is about. And I'm going to explain to you what that is because some of you might be thinking, well, Dre, isn't there times in life when people start doing new things? Yes, there is. But this whole episode is going to be the disclaimer to that. Okay. So follow along. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is do not try to create a market. Right, let me tell you something about me that maybe some of you already know, or you should know because I just said it. I work out every day. All right, I'm an athlete. Right, my background is in professional sports. When I stopped playing professional sports, I never stopped playing sports. I never stopped working out. Now, let me ask you a question. Any of you who works out also, because I would guess since I'm an athlete and I work out every day, just even though this show is not about exercise and working out, since I'm that type of person, I know that most of you are the type of people who work out every day too. And if you don't work out every day, it's not because you don't want to, simply because maybe you don't have the opportunity to. But most people who listen to this show are type people who go to the gym and work out. Okay. I know that to be true. Let me ask you a question. Those of you who work out, whether you work out outside, you work out in your building, you go to a gym, who's in the gym? When you go to the gym, what kind of people do you see? We're going to address this comment this guy made on YouTube. What kind of people do you see when you go to the gym? I'll tell you what I see when I go to the gym. I see a whole bunch of people who are fit and in shape. It's interesting, right? I mean, what's the purpose of the gym? The purpose of the gym is for people to get in shape. When you go to the gym, who's in there? A bunch of people who are already in shape. Isn't that interesting? That's how they got there. They got to be fit and in shape because they're always there in the gym. Now, again, any of you go to a gym where you see a bunch of people who are not fit and not in shape, are the majority of the people in the gym out of shape and no, not in good physical condition? Those of you who go to a gym? All right, it's quiet right now because all you're laughing. Most of the people who go to the gym are people who don't, quote unquote, need to be in the gym. Why? Because they're already in shape. Well, guess what? That's how they got in shape, because they're always there. One of the first principles of business, everybody, that I tell this to every salesperson, sell to your buyers. What does that mean? Sell to your buyers. In other words, it means offer your stuff to people who are already interested in buying that thing, as opposed to trying to create a new market via educating people on why they need to start doing something that they're not already doing. 
So let me put this in more simple language. Let me give you an example to make this more simple. Let's say I was to open a gym. If I was to open a work on your game gym, as a matter of fact, one day I may open a work on your game gym. If I open a work on your game gym, guess who I'm marketing to? Who am I going to try to get to come to that gym? What do you think? What kind of people do you think I'm going to try to get to come to the gym? Then you don't even have to get detailed on this. I just want you to keep it simple with your answer. What kind of people, if I open a gym, what kind of people am I going to try to market to to come to my gym? All right, here's this very, very simple answer. People who already go to gyms. All right, that's what I'm going to market to. I'm going to try to siphon gym members from LA Fitness, from Equinox, from 24-Hour Fitness, from Crunch, from what's the other gyms out there? Whatever other gyms there are out there, I'm going to try to grab those people and get them to come to my gym instead of going to the gym they already go to. Now, why would I market to those people? Because I know that they already have the habit and the muscle built of going to gyms every day. Those are the kind of people I want. I want people who are already going to a gym if I'm going to sell them a gym. If I'm going to write a book, right, you see these books behind me on the shelf? All right, if I want to sell this book to somebody, guess who's the most likely person to buy one of my books? And again, a very simple answer. Don't even try to be too smart with the answer. The answer is people who already read books. You know where the best place would be for me to sell books? is to stand in front of a bookstore and sell to people who are walking in and out of a bookstore. Why? Because those are people who read books. Now, I don't want to sell books to people who don't read right, because now I got to educate them on why they need to read a book. And I don't want to do that. That's too much work. I want to sell to people who are already reading books. Folks, number one indicator of future performance is past performance. You want to know what somebody's going to do tomorrow. Look at what they're doing today. Now, some of you may say, well, Joey, sometimes people can change. People do different things. Yeah, they can. But do they? Look around the people that you know. I mean, forget about your hypotheticals. Look around the people that you know. How many people do you know who really make qualitative changes in their life? They really just can make complete shifts in how they live their lives and they just make wholesale changes in how they do things. Most people don't. Most people become a certain type of individual sometime around their early 20s and they pretty much stay like that. I'm talking about in terms of mindset. I'm not saying somebody can't change their job or they can't switch careers and things like that. But Focused individuals who are serious about their business, they usually stay focused and serious about their business. And people who are kind of goof offs and they don't really do much and people who don't go to the gym and they kind of chill out as much as they possibly can. They're not really doing extra stuff, quote unquote, extra stuff to take themselves to the next level. They don't do it. That's what it is. Look around. Look around at your life and tell me that I'm wrong about that when you look at the majority of the people that you know. Now, again, are there some people who make changes? Absolutely. But do most people make changes? No, they don't. So you thinking that you're going to get some people to start doing something that they ain't already doing is an uphill climb that most people cannot complete. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying it's an uphill climb. Most people ain't completing that climb. I would suggest if you want my expert opinion, I would suggest you stay away from that unless you have a lot of money to lose and a lot of time to invest in changing people's behaviors. Changing people's behaviors is very costly in terms of time and money. Two of your biggest investments. See episode 609 for the five forms of investment. For example, one of the things that I sell is coaching. All right, coaching is one of the things that I sell. Most of my clients, and damn near, I think about it, most of the people I coach, I'm not the first person that has been a coach to them. I'm not their first coach ever in life. Isn't that interesting? Is it? They are already buyers of coaching. They're already in the market for buying coaching. It's just a matter of who's going to be the coach. Not a matter of do I want coaching or not want coaching? It's a matter of who is going to be the coach. They're looking for the right person to buy it from. Those are the people that I'm looking for. Those are the people I want. And listen, every now and then, I coach somebody who has never had coaching before. It's a brand new experience to them. But most of the time, when I bring on a new coaching client, is somebody who has already had coaching in some way, shape, or form for in their lives because they already know the deal. They already know they're looking for it. They're just looking for the right person to get it from. Same thing with the gym. 
Right? When I join the gym, I'm not new to joining a gym. It's just a matter of which gym am I going to join. It's not a matter of if I'm joining the gym. It's just a matter of which one. Get it? Those are the people I'm looking for. It's much easier to get that person on board than it is to help somebody who's never gotten coaching before to understand the value of it. I have a lot of conversations, conversations with people who have never got coaching before, but they kind of think about it and they talk about it and they get cold feet and they're like, oh, I'm not sure I will do it. And a lot of times they end up not doing it, not because they don't necessarily need it or want it. It's just because they have not built the muscle of having it. So they end up talking themselves out of the thing that they I mean, I don't go to them. They came to me. They talk themselves out of it because they haven't built the muscle of getting it. So they're not used to it. And they end up usually doing more of what they were already doing before they came to me in the first place. This happens over and over and over again. All right. Some of those people are listening to me right now. All right, this happens over and over. I can say this with 100 percent confidence because it happens so often. This is what we do, folks. All of you who are adults, you're over the age of 18. Most of what you do is stuff that you already been doing. And most of what you're going to do is stuff that you are already doing. Generally speaking, when it comes to selling, the higher the ticket, i.e. the higher the price, the harder it is to get somebody to go from never bought to buying. Something that's lower ticket, for example, let's say something like a book. A book costs 20 bucks. I could sell a $20 book to somebody who never buys books. Right, that's possible because it's only $20. Right? It's easier decision. But you're talking something that's high ticket that costs in the thousands. Most of the time, the only people who buy that are people who are used to buying it. So if I was to go out and look for somebody to sell coaching to, I'm looking for somebody who's already bought coaching before. I'm not trying to introduce a new idea to somebody who's 30 years old. It's too far out of the realm of their thinking. Generally speaking, I'm not saying it's impossible for somebody to get into it, but generally speaking, it's out of the realm of their mindset. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is do not try to create a new market. Number two, sell to the buyers, which I just said. When you are in business, everybody, do not try to make people do something that they don't want to do, which is usually something new. Most people don't do new things. Human beings are creatures of habit. We start doing stuff and we just keep doing it. Show them how you have a new way of doing the thing that they're already doing. That's what you want to do. And that was a gem that I just gave you right there. So let me say it again. All right, and I'm giving myself credit. Do not try to make people do something new. Show them how you have a new way of doing the thing that they're already doing. So for example, if you go to one of my sales pages, you go to thirddaybook.com so you can get your free copy of my book, The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. If you do not have this book right now, go to thirddaybook.com. The book's free, just covered shipping. I use a platform called ClickFunnels to put together my sales funnels. And I like their platform. I like the way that it works. I like the usability of it. And I like the guy who started ClickFunnels, a guy named Russell Brunson. Good guy. I like his trainings. I've been through a lot of his trainings, been in his programs, et cetera, et cetera. Thing is, before I started using ClickFunnels, I was not new to using websites and selling things on the internet or the sales funnel process or any of that stuff. I'll use stuff like WordPress, Shopify, all kinds of stuff to sell things online. So when I came across Russell and his stuff, he was not selling me on the idea of you need to sell things on the internet. He was selling me on the idea of, look, you're already selling things on the internet. Hey, I just got a better way of doing it. And that was exactly his pitch. Uh, he wasn't saying, hey, do you want to sell things on the internet? Here's how to do it. That wasn't his pitch. His pitch was, I know you're already selling things on the internet. Just do it this way instead of the way you've been doing it. So he knew exactly who his audience was. And it's one of the reasons why his company is as successful as they are, because he knows exactly who he's selling to. He's selling to people who are already buyers. He's just trying to get them to buy something different. Just instead of putting your money over there, put it over here. When you're in business, people do not try to get them to do something new. This requires you to put away your genius, spare the world your brilliance, and just focus on the people who are already doing thing X and just give them a new way of doing thing X. See, the person who commented on that YouTube video I made and said Gatorade might be trying to sell their drinks to a new audience clearly does not understand what's actually going on. This person clearly does not understand business. 
Gatorade is not trying to sell to people who are not in shape. All right. The Gatorade has been around for 35 years. If they want to sell to people who are not in shape, they could have been doing that a long time ago. All right. They know that 98% of their sales are going to people who go to the gym every day. All right. People like me. They're not selling their drinks to out of shape people who look like they've never been to a gym. It right? doesn't make any sense. Gatorade knows exactly where their money's coming from. Again, being that they're a corporation, again, they had to throw a bone to political correctness. So that's why they had that, this woman who clearly has never been to the gym as their advertisement. That, that's why they did it. That's the deal. All right. They're not opening up a new market of selling a sports drink to people who don't play sports. So you know, how can you sell a sports drink to someone who's not playing a sport, who doesn't even look at themselves as an athlete? That you go out of business doing that. Okay. Gatorade is a sports drink. People who play sports usually are not obese because they're working out every day. All right. A person who doesn't work out, why do they need a sports drink? It doesn't make any sense. So again, sell to the buyers, folks. Whatever it is that you're selling, your job is to find people who are already buying that thing. And all your job is is to get them to, instead of buying it from the person over there or the person over here, instead buy it from you. That's all you're trying to do. Now, you are not trying to get someone to start buying something that they never bought before. That's an uphill battle. Again, you could do that if you want, but it's going to cost you a lot of money. It's going to cost you a lot of time. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is stop trying to create a market. Number three, I talked about putting away your brilliance. Let me tell you what episode that was, because I actually did an episode on that. It's episode 2277. Spare us your brilliance and keep it simple. This is utilizing the strategy of the blue ocean. If you have never read the book called The Blue Ocean Strategy, I would suggest you go get it, look it up, and read it. A red ocean, for example. So there's a blue ocean and a red ocean. Blue ocean is the favorable ocean. Well, let me explain to you this concept for those of you who don't know it. A red ocean is an ocean full of hungry fish who are all fighting over a limited amount of food. In other words, there are more fish than there is food. So the ocean becomes red because all the fish are killing each other because they're fighting over the small amount of food that they're all trying to get to. It's not enough food to feed all the fish. So they end up killing each other in order to lessen the competition so they can all have some fish. So you got all this blood in the water. You don't want to live in a red ocean. A red ocean is when everybody's trying to all get this small piece of food and there's not enough for everybody to eat and somebody's going to starve. A blue ocean, on the other hand, is blue because there's more food than there are fish. So they don't have to kill each other because everybody can eat well without having to you know, encroach on another person's territory. Your job is to find your blue ocean. Now, here's the key. Here's the key. Finding a blue ocean does not mean you dig a ditch and build your own lake. All right. That's not what I mean. A blue ocean means you need to find a space and carve out space within an ocean that already exists, but a space that is not overcrowded with competition. So let me give you an example. Let's say you decide you want to be a personal trainer. You want to help people get in shape. You may not be the first personal trainer in the world. You're not the first personal trainer in town, or you may not be the first business coach or the first podcaster out there. But what you can be is a person who has carved out the space of being the only one who does things in the specific way that you do it or serving the specific type of person who you serve and how you serve them. This is the marketing job that separates you from the competition. So again, I told you, gave the example of ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson. He didn't invent selling things on the internet. He did not invent the concept of the sales funnel. He did not invent uh, making money on the internet. He didn't invent any of that stuff. All he did was come up with a new approach that made his thing distinct enough from all the competition to where someone can look at his and say, okay, I see how this is unique from everything else out here, but I still understand it. It's unique, new, and different, but it's not so far out of the realm of what I understand that it confuses me. That's your job. That right there, that's marketing. It's to where people understand why you're different, unique, new, and valuable, but at the same time, you are familiar enough. What you're offering is familiar enough that they get it immediately. Now, if you have to educate them because they don't get it, that's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of money. If you got a lot of time and a lot of money, then go ahead and do it that way. If you don't have a lot of time and a lot of money, a lot of money to blow, let's say, 
then do it the way that I just explained. Know that you're different. Know that you're unique. Know that you're new. Know that you're valuable, but at the same time, familiar enough that they understand it. If you can nail that, and again, this is not easy, folks. Okay, this is a job. This is why business is business. It's a job to do this. Once you get this part, though, things are going to start working for you. This is the marketing job that separates you from your competition. The better you get at this and the more consistent you are at it, because once you figure it out, then you got to consistently keep reinforcing the message. You got to keep giving it to people over and over again so they really get it and really understand it. And you make yourself discoverable and findable for the people who are looking and they eventually come across you. So there's somebody listening to this right now who's listened to a thousand episodes of this show. Someone listening right now, this is your first time listening to me and you're evaluating. All right. Is there anything actually unique and different about this guy? And you're deciding. So that's why I got to be out here consistently. So the better you get at this and the more consistent, easier to be to sell your stuff because you've carved out a space. But at the same time, you haven't confused people. The goal is you want people to understand exactly what you're doing and offering. Or at the same time, you don't confuse them or your stuff. No, they don't confuse you and your stuff with anybody else. This is not an easy job, people. All right, I made it sound simple, but it's not easy. All right, if everybody did this, then a whole lot of things in the world would be different. All right, many people are not good at this. Many people never figure it out. This is why everybody needs a coach. This is why everybody needs to invest in themselves. That's why business is hard work, because this is not simple. All right, everybody follow what I said there. You might not be able to do it immediately, but you follow it, right? Good. Let's recap today's class, which is don't try to create a market. Someone on YouTube commented that maybe Gatorade is trying to market to a different audience of people. No, the hell they're not. Gatorade is Gatorade because they know exactly who their audience is. Point number one, I work out every day. Those of you who work out every day, who do you see when you go to the gym? You see a bunch of people who are already in shape. Why is that? Because that's how they got there. So one of the first principles of business is selling to your buyers. In other words, you want to sell your stuff to people who are already doing the thing that you're selling. All you're doing is getting them to divert their money instead of sending it to your competition, send it to you. All right. Most of the people who come to me for coaching have already paid for coaching before, not from me, but from somebody else who's looking for a different coach. All right. Not that they're looking to get into coaching and never been in it. Usually they're looking to do more of the thing that they're already doing. Generally speaking, most people keep doing what they've already been doing all of life. Number two, sell to the buyers. When you're in business, do not try to make people do something that they've never done before. Again, that is an uphill battle that is very costly and most people cannot afford that cost. Person who commented that Gatorade might be trying to sell their drinks to a new audience clearly does not understand business. Gatorade's been around for 35 years. They know exactly who they're selling to. That's why they are a sports drink company. When I mention Gatorade, most of you think about gym and sweating and electrolytes and working out because that's exactly who they're selling to. They are not trying to open up a new market and understand you should probably not try to open up a new market. You need to focus on the market of people who are already in that space. You just need to grab some of them for yourself. You don't need all of them. You just need some of them so you can make your money. And number three, Talked about putting away your brilliance in episode 2277. This is the strategy of the blue ocean. The red ocean is when fish are killing each other because there's not enough food to go around. The blue ocean is when everybody can eat because there's plenty of food to go around. So your job is not to dig a ditch and pour water in it and call it an ocean. Your job is to identify the ocean where there is already activity happening, maybe even a red ocean. But what your job is is carve out some space so that you have a blue ocean within the red ocean, meaning you have a space where you are understood. People are familiar and get what you're doing. But at the same time, you are unique and different enough that they understand you are not the same as everybody else out there. You are not commoditized in their minds. This is not an easy job. This is why marketing is marketing. This is why business is hard work. Once you nail this, though, and you're able to push it over and over and over again, so you drill it into the heads of your audience, that's when things start to take off for you. Now, if you want help with that, then again, you need to invest in yourself. You need to get insight from somebody who can see things that you can't see. So with that said, two things for you to do. Text me to get my daily or weekly or whatever. Motivation message. My number is 305-384-6894. 
and go to workonyourgame.net to get access to my free training, the five steps to go from the six to the seven figures in your business systematically through a process that is a completely free training that again is at workonyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.